We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. I uh, listened to a podcast yesterday. Megan Kelly had the two whistleblowers on, Gary Shapley and uh, Joseph Ziegler. Uh, worth your time if you want to listen to it. Uh, Megan asked um, some really good questions, some that were not asked in the hearing before House Oversight and House Judiciary, uh, from which came the uh, shocking <laughs> uh, obliteration of Joe Biden's off-stated claim that he never was told anything and never discussed any of his son's foreign business dealings. Now, it wouldn't be a huge shock if a Republican's questions brought that out, but what was really shocking was that it was a Democratic stooge named Dan Goldman who didn't bring that out of IRS whistleblowers, but rather just voluntarily stated it as fact himself and entered it into the record. Thanks, Dan. And you testified that he said to, to that Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Now, let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying to do business with them, does it? No, but it does show that he said he told his father he was trying to do business. And he was okay. Well, that is true. Hunter Biden does try to do business. That's correct. Yes. Now, it's a really good thing Dan Goldman is an heir to the Levi Strauss fortune because he obviously too stupid to make a living uh, on his own acumen. Uh, but I don't know if the Democrats get together and meet and do damage control or if they're just so invested in their partisan hackery that they're incapable of recognizing even when their own people step on their own necktie. Uh, Juan Williams, who, you know, just for the record, has worn the same coat two nights in a row on special report. I would think that would pay you enough to do a wardrobe change. Uh, Juan Williams, last night on special report, uh, didn't really see the harm in uh, what Dan Goldman disclosed by saying that Hunter Biden told his dad, hey, I'm going into business with these guys, Pops. Well, I don't think he refuted that. I think all he was saying is it's much like a father saying to his son, I'm trying to start a business. Business dealings would suggest that he is involved in negotiations oh. and setting prices oh. or bring, bridging connections. But that's what asked, the Republicans Juan, are trying to do. He's been asked by multiple outlets. Yeah, not I don't think Fox that's News, in contradiction. And said, to what I have he never said. spoken to my son. Well, about them. it's not speaking to him about business to say that his son is telling him he's trying to do business. That's to me, that's way o- an overreach. Uh, way overreach, Juan says. Man, what a part! What a hack! I, I tell you, I mean, I've I have said I tweeted it again today. Bob Young, Republican House member, Summit County. Out. Goodbye. Resign. Get out of the house, dude. Domestic violence. Unacceptable. I'm a not incapable of admitting when a Republican screws up. Trump screwed up on the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. 
he set a trap for himself with those documents. I'm not incapable of saying, yeah, this Republican is wrong. Democrats are incapable of admitting that. They are incapable of anything. Do you think you should abort a child? Nine months into pregnancy? Well, you know, I personally wouldn't do it, but I don't feel right standing in the way of someone else. Their decision is not mine. See? Oh, what about gender mutilation surgeries on a kid? 12-year-old girl, healthy breasts. We just chop those off? Oh, well, it's not right for my daughter, and I'm not saying that, you know, but, but far be it for me to say what somebody else should do, you know. Blah, blah, blah. They can't ever. No, they are taking a position by not taking a position. And they know they're taking a position, and it's the position they want to take. So, but Juan Williams, baby, he's a partisan, and he's going to double down and deny all the way through. He watched the hearing with the whistleblowers. You watched it, too. Your takeaway, my takeaway was, (laughs) these guys, they were stopped at every turn. They couldn't interview Hunter Biden. They couldn't interview Joe Biden. They couldn't ask any questions that might lead to Joe Biden. They were going to search a storage locker where Hunter Biden had a bunch of documents, and they were not allowed to search it until the FBI tipped off Hunter Biden and his attorneys so they could go empty it. Juan Williams listened to all that. So did you. Bet your takeaway is different than Juan's. What did these people produce? Where's the smoking gun? Where's the evidence? I mean, to me, you know, the the, the argument here is sort of whataboutism. Mm. It's... Is there a double standard for Democrats when it comes to the application of justice from the Justice Department? Is it the case that, you know, uh, somehow Democrats are treated differently and Hunter Biden is getting a preferential deal from prosecutors, even a prosecutor who was appointed by President Trump? And so far, we don't have any evidence of either crime or corruption that is being sought out by this committee or this argument about a double standard or weaponization of the government. Instead, we have, it looks like, the gang that can't shoot straight. They, I mean, we, what well, the big news out today? No. Marjorie Taylor Greene showing obscene pictures. See, it's Marjorie Taylor Greene's fault for showing obscene pictures of Hunter Biden skanking around with hookers and trying to write off his sex payments as a business expense. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene's fault. It's not the fault of the son of the sitting president for doing crack cocaine off the crack of a prostitute's butt. No, it's Marjorie Taylor Greene's fault. No evidence, Juan says. No evidence. Hunter Biden going to China on Air Force Two with Joe Biden to meet with Chinese energy executives. Hunter Biden WhatsApp message to the Chinese energy executive. I'm sitting here with my dad. We want to know why. Hunter Biden being ridiculously wealthy. Cocaine's not a cheap drug habit. Joe Biden being ridiculously wealthy, even though he's never drawn a government salary over $300,000 a year. He's got multiple multi-million dollar beach houses. How did that happen? Joe Biden's grandchildren getting tens of thousands of dollars from foreign governments. No evidence. Gang that can't shoot straight, Juan Williams says. Moron. Now, special report is supposed to be this collegial, no argument, People say something ridiculously stupid and you just swallow hard and let them get away with their partisan hackery. But Kim Strassel, Wall Street Journal, could not take it. On the immediate heels of Juan Williams saying, Oh, gang, it can't shoot straight. Kim Strassel had had quite enough. 
Juan, what they did relate in the course of this hearing was chapter and verse evidence about what they had found about Hunter Biden's tax crimes. Absolutely. And related that all the prosecutors on the team agreed that he should be charged with felonies. And so the question now becomes, why did that not happen? And whether or not there was political interference from the Biden Department of Justice and other areas, other U.S. attorneys, and that that's why we're not seeing it. Thank you, Kim Strassel. Now, the Democrats have tried to push back on this. Jamie Raskin's been like, ah, it's just a typical disagreement between prosecutors and investigators. And Gary Shapley's like, no, the prosecutors all agreed with this. There should be felonies. And then they're, they try another tag. Ah, Trump was president. Yes, Trump was president. This proves there's a deep state that's doing, <laughs> doing whatever it can to get Trump. That's, you're making Trump's point for him. But the dumbest... The dumbest allowance for the blockage of these IRS agents was issued by California Democrat Ro Khanna, who's normally like not a partisan hack, but in this regard tried to paint the whistleblowers as just being a little too dedicated to doing their job. I just think because you have a history of wanting to charge people and then people pushing back. By your own testimony under oath, you said about 90 percent of the time people are pushing back on what you want to do. And I'm not questioning. I mean, I, you want a stickler for the law? You know, I, it reminds me of uh, Les Mis and you know, the, the, the famous person who wanted to get the, the person who had a sandwich. Uh, I, I, I mean, and then all those times you've got people pushing back on you. It reminds him of Les Mis. Gary Shapley is, uh, is uh, what's the guy's name? The investigator, not, not Jean Valjean. Javert. Gary Shapley is Javert, the, the overzealous prosecutor who, as Rokhana said, he wanted to prosecute the uh, hero for getting a sandwich. Um, the Les Mis I watched, uh, Jean Valjean uh, escaped from prison where he was in prison for stealing bread to feed a hungry child. <laughs> stealing a sandwich, Rokhana. So I played you a couple snippets of uh, what a stooge Juan Williams is on special report. I've played you the lie from Jamie Raskin that, oh, the investigation into the Biden bribe was closed by Bill Barr. And then Bill Barr saying, "Uh, no, it wasn't. And one of the reasons why this explosive bribery document from a source the FBI has paid six figures or more before thus demonstrating his uh, veracity and authenticity. One of the reasons why this will get, what? I think I got 35 seconds coverage last time on the network news. 35 seconds coverage for a scandal that could and should bring down a U.S. president. The media is corrupt. You see it all over the place. Right here locally. (laughs) Story in today's Columbus Dispatch. Circleville police dog mauled unarmed black man as he surrendered to officers. Video shows. Well, this sounds horrible, doesn't it? Of course it does. An unarmed black man. He's just some guy, just a normal, ordinary citizen just walking down the street. A police dog mauls him. Terrible. Except that's not what happened. Uh, the unarmed black man uh, led police on a 40-minute chase in his semi-tractor trailer on routes 35 
25 and 23 before he finally stopped in Pickaway County around 10 a.m. So he gets out of the truck. He's stationary. He's not a threat. He's not being an idiot. And uh, State Patrol has him cornered and up rolls a guy in a canine unit with a German Shepherd, and he lets the dog loose. And there are uh, troopers there saying, do not release the dog with his hands up, meaning the perpetrator's hands up. The guy released the dog anyway. I don't know if he didn't hear. I don't know if he made a mistake. We'll find out. There'll be an investigation. And then he goes over and he bites the guy on the arm. They administer first aid at the scene. They make the best of a bad situation. Was there a mistake made? Yes, of course there was. But I started talking about this story as media, as an example of media dishonesty. So the dispatch is writing about this. And in the fifth paragraph of the story, they quote, who do you think? Of course, the head of the NAACP, Nana Watson. This type of behavior should not be tolerated, she said. She compared the video to images of police dogs used against protesters in the South during the civil rights movement. It brings back those hurtful memories of hate for black people, Watson said. Okay, I understand that. What I don't understand is why they quoted Nana Watson of Columbus in the fifth paragraph And why they waited all the way to the last two paragraphs in the story to quote the head of the Pickaway County African American Heritage Association. I mean, after all, this happened in Pickaway County. Wouldn't you think the comments of the person standing up for African-American rights in Pickaway County, wouldn't you think her opinion would be more relevant than Nana Watson's opinion? Or as relevant, you'd run Nana Watson, and then you'd run this other person. No, 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 no. We don't hear from Deborah Lowe Wright, the founder and director of the Pickaway County African-American Heritage Association, until the next-to-last paragraph. And here's what she said, which will explain why she's in the next-to-last paragraph and the last paragraph. Circleville's African-American community is small. Our interaction with local law enforcement is minimal. She said she had watched the video, and then there's another quote. My surprise is the man thought he could outrun the police in a semi-truck. She said attempts to interject, this is a quote, attempts to, quote, interject racial discord over this incident will not come from local citizens. In other words, she's black. She founded the Pickaway County African American Heritage Association. She's watched the video, and she's bothered by what most of us would be bothered by first, which is this idiot not doing what cops told him to do, which is stop his semi-truck. Every incident like this, every incident, The guy shot at the Wendy's in Atlanta, Jacob Blake, George Floyd, Michael Brown. Pick one. Pick one. Every single one starts with an array of bad decisions by the perpetrator that leads to a bad outcome. And sometimes those bad outcomes involve wrong behavior by police. And sometimes those bad outcomes are driven by the wrong decisions of the perpetrators who elicit a response that does not go well. Because here's the deal. If you resist arrest, if you run from police, 
it will never end well for you. Ask the guy in the Porsche who robbed the bank on the west side and drove back into town and thought it'd be a good idea to shoot at cops. Oh, you can't ask him because he's dead. That's an example right there. Why did the dispatch quote the person in paragraph five who has the same perspective, same kind of representation of an organization concerned about black people because the person in paragraph five ripped on the cops and the person at the end took a measured approach to it and goes, well, I don't know. That guy looked like an idiot to me. Maybe he had, maybe, maybe he brought it on himself. Man. Uh, here's good news. Uh, the Columbus Police Union and Columbus Firefighters Union have teamed up for a Battle of the Badges blood drive to benefit the wounded officer wounded in that shootout with the dead perpetrator and the two other knuckleheads who ran from police and are now under arrest. Uh, the benefit is going to happen on Tuesday, July 25th. They're going to uh, firefighters and members of the FOP uh, report to Columbus Firefighters IAFF Local 67, and they're going to give blood in honor of the officer who was shot in the upper leg, which can be very dangerous. You lose a lot of blood, and you could quickly bleed out. But thankfully, this young Columbus police officer's partner expertly applied a tourniquet on the scene and rushed him to Grant Medical Center where the medical professionals took over and in tandem with his partner contributed to saving this man's life. So we do not have a police widow. We do not have orphan children. Police Chief Elaine Bryant says she has visited with the officer. He is in good spirits. He has a long road to recovery. She said, I had the opportunity to talk to his family, and they are in good spirits as well, and asking that the community continue to keep him in their prayers. 100% on that. Speaking of prayer, are you bathing the special election August the 8th in prayer? You need to be. The only way this will pass, issue one in Ohio, the only way it will pass is if authentic faith-believing church people, which is to say pro-life people, marshal their forces at the polls and make it harder to amend the Ohio Constitution. Polls show 57% of Ohioans are opposed to this ballot measure, but that does not mean that 57% will show up at the polls. You need to make it a priority to show up at the polls and vote for this. Because anything you can do to protect innocent, unborn life is something you should do. And if you are a party to voting for Democrats, you are not only voting for people who would indiscriminately and unrepentantly murder children in the womb at any stage of pregnancy, but would also castrate and sterilize young people who would indoctrinate children in sexual deviancy. That is what you're voting for when you're voting for a Democrat, for Biden, for Sherrod Brown, for Andrew Ginther, for any of them.